This episode of the State Hornet Podcast is sponsored by Hornet Commons. Hornet Commons is a brand new student housing community located right on campus with two and four bedroom plans to choose from. Check out hornetcommons.com for room layouts and pricing or call their friendly leasing staff to schedule a tour to learn more about the floor plan options and all the amenities Hornet Commons has to offer from fire pits to swimming pools and even a dog park. Experience convenient living at Hornet Commons student housing community. Visit hornetcommons.com today. Hello, Stack State students, and welcome into the Wednesday, May 12th edition of the State Hornet Podcast, the final Wednesday edition of the semester. I am podcast staffer Matt Grover III, and I'm joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief, Max Conner. Max, how are you doing today? I'm good, Mac. Sad it's the last last show for us, but it's been fun to do it all semester. Yeah, I really enjoy doing this podcast with you, and I wish you great things for the future. I know you're graduating this semester. That's right. Carmencement next week. <laughs> As for me, I'll be back here at StateHornet.com. I'll be one of the two podcast editors for the fall 2021 semester, along with Rose Vega. She hosts the Monday edition of the podcast, so you'll be hearing a lot more of us throughout next semester. Yeah, I can't wait, Mac. I'll still be listening. Well, seeing it's just the end of the semester, I figured we should talk about some of our favorite stories that we've seen throughout the semester. So, Max, what's a story that's been a favorite for you? Oh, man. This is an impossible question to ask, the editor-in-chief in particular, but what came to mind for me was a story we did that came out the end of last semester about webcam usage in classes. It was sort of a more investigative story, and what we found was we found a number of students complaining on social media, Reddit, elsewhere, that they had professors who were forcing them to have their webcams on for class or having it as some part of the participation grade where, you know, you, you lost 10% participation if you didn't have your camera on. And we knew that the administration had explicitly said you cannot require to have your webcams on for class in any way other than a select few classes that got clearance to do so. So we talked to a number of students, a number of professors, Gerardo Zavala and Gavin Rock were the two that wrote that story. Gerardo's the multimedia broadcast editor this semester, and Gavin is one of the podcast staffers you hear on Mondays on this show. And they really dug into it. You know, they found a number of professors who who didn't really know that they weren't supposed to have their cameras on, and policies were changed as a result of, of us looking into it. And we reached out to the administration who, you know, told students, hey, email us if this is happening and we'll take care of it. And it was just a good story of journalism working, getting some policies changed and shining a light on you know, something that students were really concerned about. On top of that, Chris Wong, who's one of our managing editors and does a lot of our web treatments, did a really amazing web layout. You know, we got rid of print a couple years ago and people questioned it. And now if you really see some of the bigger stories we do, a whole part of it is that design and that layout you get to see on your phone or on your desktop. And this was an example of a really, a really cool layout as well to go along with the story. So that was the story I picked as one of my favorite stories this year. Yeah, I love those long investigative pieces. Really requires the writers to get the best out of them. Absolutely. For my story, I picked Shelby Tolley's first column piece, you know, the level up with Shelby column. And it was talking about how toxic the gaming community is. And it's a sad story to read for someone like me because I'm an avid gamer and I know just how bad the community can be. And, you know, she put a lot of personal stuff in here about, you know, some of the things that not only she, but other women who have tried to get into the gaming, what they've been subjected to. And it's a sad piece to read, but it's one that you need to read because it's still happening. And, 
It's just a matter of like, when are we going to be able to rise up and move past all this? And it was a really emotional piece for me. So that was one of my favorites for the semester. Yeah, I remember we talked about that piece a couple weeks ago, and it's it's heartbreaking to read. Sexism, racism, discrimination, all those, you wonder when they're going to go away. But I think just the treatment of people online... You know, I'm a little bit older than you, so to see the internet come along and then, you know, go from chat rooms to just full-blown, you know, immersive gaming and people being able to talk back and forth, just the abuse people feel they can give others when hiding behind a screen name is something that's really got to stop, and this piece is just another example of it. I agree, that piece is a really important read. All right, moving off of that into some of the more newsy items we have for this podcast. Max, I understand we got some town halls coming up. Yeah, Mac, next week, May 18th, 19th, and 20th, which is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 3 p.m., there are going to be open town hall Zoom meetings with the finalists for the new police chief at Sac State. So for those who don't know, Chief Mark Iwasa, who has been the police chief for 10 years, is retiring over the summer, and they are looking for a new police chief to come in for the Sac State Police Department, and they're going to give students an opportunity at these town halls to ask questions and you know, get to know these finalists that they have selected before they go into the final interviews and selection process. So really important opportunity for students to be heard of what's important to them in a new police chief. Moving into the sports world, we had a couple of weekend series by the softball and baseball teams on Sac State. It was a tough end for the softball team. They lost their final regular season series 1-2 to Southern Utah. And then for baseball, they split the road series with California Baptist University, the one, two, and lost two. We had a player on both the men and the women's side be named Pitter of the Week and Big Sky Player of the Week as well. Yeah, it's a pretty impressive week for both teams. Both teams lost some games, but some amazing individual performances. Leigh Day on the softball team, she plays third base. She won Player of the Week back in February, and this week had a monster Saturday in a doubleheader where she went six for six with four home runs and two singles and 10 RBI in two games. I mean, that's that's nuts. Four homers and six at-bats over the course of a couple games. That's a pretty impressive performance. That's pretty wild. You'd kill for that day even in the majors. <laughs> Absolutely, at any level, man. I mean, that's like, you know, the massive kid in Little League type of day. Over on the men's side, we had outfielder and designated hitter Matt Smith. He was named Western Athletic Conference Hitter of the Week for the second time in the season. He went 8 for 11 over the four-game series with three walks and 14 total plate appearances. He hit 727 and had a 786 on-base percentage and a 1.364 slugging percentage. He started off the weekend red hot. He went 4 for 4, had a grand slam, a double, five RBIs. Two runs scored, and then on Saturday, he added to that with two more RBIs, and they managed to hit a home run on the closing game on Sunday. So it was a great day for him. Yeah, and a series split over the weekend with the first-place team in the WAC is, is, isn't too shabby either. So The women move on to the Big Sky Tournament in Utah, and that will take place from Thursday through Saturday. So we'll see how they perform then. Over on the men's side, their next series is against San Francisco, and that starts on Friday. Mac, we talked about it a few weeks ago, but the women's golf team had the Big Sky victory in the Big Sky Conference Tournament and have moved on to the Division One NCAA Tournament. They are struggling a little bit. They were the 17th seed. They currently sit in 14th place after the first two days of play. They're currently 28 over par. They're in 14th place. It is unlikely that they will move on as only the top six teams move on and 
Currently, the sixth place team, USC, is only four over par, so it would take quite a performance tomorrow for them to jump back up and continue on in the tournament. But a great season nonetheless for them up to this point, and, you know, they'll have another day tomorrow to go out and, and get to play their last round of golf on the year. Yeah, hopefully they can pull out some magic on the back nine and make up 20 strokes. That'd be mighty impressive. That would be pretty amazing. That would be, you know, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl impressive against the Falcons. Uh, don't depress me more. <laughs> The results are in for Best of Sac State, and you can go check out all of the winners and stories up on the website. Yeah, there's a bunch of fun stories up there. We have some companion pieces. Nigel Dotson, arts and entertainment editor, wrote a review of After Hours by the weekend. I wrote a tribute to Arath Chavez, who passed away last January in a motorcycle accident. He was a soccer player. Someone I never met, but after talking to his family and teammates, really seemed like an amazingly special individual. So we got the opportunity to write a piece about his life and his impact on his friends and family. Go check out those stories as well as the rest of the winners on statehornet.com. It's right there on the front of the homepage. And keep an eye out on social media for some potential contests and other engagement activities for you to send us photos and get involved in your favorite things about Sac State as well during this last week of the semester. Get a little break from final papers and studying for finals. I'm still a little myth that sleeping one best quarantine activity. <laughs> Me too, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had time to. I wish I had enough time for sleeping to be my favorite quarantine activity. Yeah, don't we all? All right, and that's going to do it for this episode of the State Hornet Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to go check out all the other stories and podcasts on statehornet.com. We thank you for listening to the Wednesday edition of the State Hornet Podcast, and keep an eye out for the next episode on statehornet.com. <laughs>